is Thunderhead Pictures Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else that you get your podcasts at. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Thunderhead Pictures Podcast with your host, Chill Dog. Sorry about yes, uh, all these weeks that you missed out listening to the podcast. I'm back again um, for now. I don't know if I'm going to keep on continuing um, each Saturday. I've been taking some... I had to get everything else um, organized and all that stuff. Um, so, this episode of, um, Storytime is chapter 13 of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. This is On the Bridge by L. Frank Baum, chapter 13. The four are reunited. The Cowardly Lion was much pleased to hear that the Wicked Witch had been melted by a bucket of water and Dorothy at once unlocked the gate of his prison and set him free. They went in together to the castle where Dorothy's first act was to call all the wikis together and tell them that they were no longer slaves. There was great rejoicing among the yellow wikis, for they had been made to work hard during many years for the wicked witch who had always treated them with great cruelty. They kept this day as a holiday then and and ever after and spent the time in feasting and dancing. In our friends, the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman were only with us, said the lion. I shall be quite happy. Don't you suppose we should could rescue them? Asked the goat anxiously. We can try, answered the lion. So they called the yellow wikis and asked them if they would help to rescue their friends. And the wikis said that they would be delighted to do all in their power for Dorothy, who had set them free from bondage. So she chose a number of the wikis who looked as if they knew the most, and they all started away. They traveled that day and part of the day until they came to the rocky plain where the Tin Woodman lay, all battered and bent. His axe was near him, but the blade was rusted and the handle broken off. The wikis lifted him tenderly in their arms and carried him back to the yellow castle again. Dorothy, uh, Dorothy shedding a few tears by the way at the sad plight of her old friend and the lion looking sober and sorry. When they reached the castle, Dorothy said to the wikis, Are they, um, are any of your people tin smiths? Oh, yes, some of them are very good, Tinsmith, they told her. 
Then bring them to them to me, she said. And when the ten smiths came, bringing with them all their tools in the basket, she inquired, Can you straighten out those dents in the tin woodman and bend him back into shape again and solder him together where he is broken? The tin smiths looked the woodman over carefully and then answered, that they thought they could mend him so he could, would be as good as ever. So they set to work in one of the big yellow rooms of the castle and worked for three days and four nights, hammering and twisting and bending and soldering and polishing and pounding and um, um, at the legs and body and head of the Tin Woodman until at last he was straightened out into his old form and his joints worked as well as ever. To be sure, there were several patches on him, but the Tinsmiths did a good job, and as the Woodman was not a vain man, he did not mind the patches at all. When at last he walked into Dorothy's room and thanked her for rescuing him, he was so pleased that he wept tears of joy, and Dorothy had to wipe every tear carefully from his face with her apron so his joints would not be rusted. At the same time, her own tears fell thick and fast at the joy of, the, of meeting her old friend again, and these tears did not need to be wiped away as... For the lion, he wiped his eyes so often with the tip of his tail that it became quite wet, and he was obliged to go out into the courtyard and hold it in the sun till it dried. If, on, if we only had the scarecrow with us again, said the tin woodman, then Dorothy had finished telling him everything that had happened. I shall be quite happy. We must try to find him, said the girl. So she called the wikis to help her, and they walked all that day and part of the next until they came to the tall tree in the branches of which the winged monkeys had tossed the scarecrow's clothes. It was a very tall tree, and the trunk was so smooth that no one could climb it. But the woodman said at once, Oh, yeah, chop it down, and then we'll, and we can get the scarecrow's clothes. Now, while the tinsmiths had been at work mending the woodman himself, another of the wikis, who was a goldsmith, had made an axe handle of solid gold and fitted to the woodsman's axe in place of the old broken handle. Others polished the blade until all the rust was removed and it glistened with the burnished silver. As soon as he had um, spoken, the ten woodmen began to chop, and in short time the tree fell over with a crash. The scarecrow close fell out of the branches and rode on the ground. 
Dorothy picked them up and had the wikis carry them back to the castle where they were stuffed with nice clean straw. And behold, here was the scarecrow, as good as ever, thanking them over and over for saving him. Now that they were reunited, Dorothy and her friends spent a few happy days of the yellow castle where they found everything they needed to make them comfortable. But one day the girl thought of Aunt M and said, We must go back to Oz and claim his promise. Yes, said the woodman. At last I should get my heart. And I should get my brains, added the scarecrow joyfully. And I should get my courage, said the lion thankfully. And I shall get back to Kansas, cried Dorothy, clapping her hands. Oh, let us start for the Emerald City tomorrow, This they decided to do. The next day... They called the wikis together to bid them goodbye. The wikis were sorry to have them go, and they had all grown so fond of the tin woodman that they bade him to stay and, the, and rule over them and the yellow land of the west. Finding they were determined to go, the wikis gave Total and the lion each a golden collar, and to Dorothy they presented a beautiful bracelet stranded with diamonds and to the scarecrow they gave a golden uh, gold headed walking stick to keep him from stumbling and to the tin woodman they offered a silver oil can inlaid with gold and set with precious jewels every one of the travelers made the wikis a pretty speech in return and all shook hands with them until their arms ached Dorothy went to the witch's cupboard to fill her basket with food for the journey, and there she saw the golden cap. She tried it on her own head and found that it fitted her exactly. She did not know anything about the charm of the golden cap, but she saw that it was pretty, so she made up her mind to wear it and carry her subordinate um, sunbonnet in the basket. Then, being prepared for the journey, they gave. Uh, they all started for the Emerald City. The Wikis gave them three cheers and many good wishes to carry with them. Now it be chapter four: the Winged Monkeys. That be on the next episode. Don't worry, I will record it um right away, so you don't have to wait um um for a couple weeks or next week or anything like that. And thank you, um, all the twelve viewers that um pre um listened to chapter twelve. Sorry, these things um these podcasts are um getting out a little bit faster and not having that much content. But I want to um make sure I get my. Get up to where I should be. I should be up to 16 now, but oh well. I will get that, and see you next time on Thunderhead Bitchers Podcast. You've been caught in the storm.